Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Come to you from underneath the peach blossom. It's time for an episode of Be Awesome. Find positivity throughout your life and work. Just like our mascot rooster, Steve the Jerk. Hello, Be Awesome listeners. You are in for the Christmas edition here. I am actually at the Christmas Farm Inn. This is my hideaway of hideaways. I think uh, I've shared with you on one of the earlier episodes that uh, my family and I have uh, a couple of very predictable places that we go to and stay when we have time together. And uh, we came up here uh, for about a week to do some uh, 2019 planning as well as some family time uh, that we're really excited about. And uh, we've been coming up to the Christmas Farm Inn in Jackson, New Hampshire for the last eight or nine years, and it's really an interesting place. And over the last three days, uh, the owner, or one of the owners, uh, Gary Plord and his wife Sandra, are the owners of the Christmas Farm Inn. They have been for the last eight years. I got to talking to Gary, and I was able to uh, convince him to come on one of my podcasts. So welcome, Gary, to the podcast. Hi, Josh, and welcome back to the Christmas Bar Man. <laughs> thank you, thank you. We're excited for uh, dinner with Mrs. Claus tonight. Uh, tell us, tell a little bit about the Christmas Farm Inn, just what it is and, you know, the property itself. Well, in this area, um, the actual farm where the Christmas Farm Inn sits on now is one of the first uh, granted pieces of land and, and first settled pieces of land uh, in this whole area. And it was um, originally settled by uh, Rufus Pinkham. And um, through the years, it was path, passed through the Pinkham family and then other families. Uh, and then the Perkins family took it over in the mid-1850s uh, and had it right up until 1941. And um, at that point, uh, the Perkins sold it uh, to a gentleman who gave it uh, the uh, farm to his daughter as a Christmas gift. So she called it her Christmas farm. And, and that name stuck. And then... Uh, 1946 she, uh, she then sold it to um, the Welch family who wanted to make it a full-time a year-round inn so um, they called it the Christmas Farm Inn yeah that's I, I actually didn't know why they called it the Christmas Farm Inn all these years I thought it might have been a Christmas tree farm because it was a jail at one point part of this was it was it a jail or the courthouse in the town yeah it, it really has a rich history and um you know, the oldest building um, is right adjacent to the one we're at now. Um, we call it the Salt Box. And the front of that uh, dates back to 1778. Mm-hmm. And that was the original uh, full-time house. Mm-hmm. You know, typically they would uh, settle a piece of land, build a, you know, a combination dwelling in barn, mm-hmm. share it with the animals, uh, then work the land, cut the trees, you know, make fields, whatever, to grow food cut the lumber to make uh, a larger house and um, the larger house is the salt box um, when at that time so that was built in 1778 Uh, in 1786 they built the building that we're in now the front of that and that was expanded so um, the salt box itself uh, I have a document that said it was a school 
I have a document uh, that says it was a jail and a post office. So interestingly, uh, we replaced all the windows and doors in the salt box building and we got to an area where it was, you know, everything else is wood and we ran into like a really hard area and what was that? And it was concrete, you know, uh, they had, they had basically reinforced the windows, uh, probably to put bars in, mm-hmm. and uh, and now you don't see that, but it's still in the wall, and it was hard to work with to put the <laughs> windows in. You know, we had to like trim some stuff out, which is not like you know working with stone instead of wor- wood. But yeah, so that's that was um, the salt box, and um, the main end building had also been expanded out as they were taking on more guests mm-hmm. um, over the years, because even the Perkins took in summer guests. Mm-hmm. You know, before it was the Christmas farm, it was Perkins uh, Cottages and Perkins Farm. And uh, so uh, they expanded out and um, they wanted to make this big addition. What they decided to do was uh, go up uh, and reclaim an old church that was abandoned. Mm-hmm. And they took that apart. It's all post and beam. They took it apart and they brought it down to the, the, the farm here and they attached it to this building. And so the outside, when you see the A-frame, yep. that is uh, the, the first church of Jackson. It was a free will uh, Baptist church. It was built in 1803, and then it was abandoned uh, in 1840. And the story is it was abandoned because um, the villagers actually built a, a, a new church down in, uh, in what is now the village, but uh, they did that because it, the, the, the vicar, you know, the, the minister kept on forbidding people to come to his church because they weren't worthy. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> they eventually said, all right, we'll have our own church. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, and then that church was closed. So and then eventually, 40 years after it closed, it was moved down here in 1881, I think. Wow. And how many rooms and cottages do you have on the, on the grounds now? It's massive. It's like 15, 20 acres is the total. Right. We have 15 acres uh, here. We also have a little piece of land down by the um, Jackson Falls on the river, uh, the Wildcat River. Um, so we have 15 acres that we work with here. Um, there are 18 uh, buildings in total, uh, 13 customer-facing. We have 41 units, what we say, because... Um, some of them are traditional in rooms, and mm-hmm. others are uh, cottages with two bedrooms and a living room. Or uh, we have barn suites that can sleep six to eight people. Uh, we have a carriage house with twelve, uh, you know, twelve suites and balconies, and um, and then um, yeah, so forty-one units in total. Yeah, I, I remember the recording. The first time I called, it was a quintessential. New England, oh, I can't remember the rest of New it. England but Inn. Yeah, New yeah. England Inn. Yes, yeah. quintessential New England Inn. And um, and, and it, it, this is a fantastic grounds and beautiful. Um, but as you as we're talking about the history of this, this is a this this is a ton of work. I mean, this is not a um, state of the art brand new building with all different materials that'll last forever. This is, in some cases, like you say, you're replacing windows and doors. You don't know when the last time it had ever been done or if it had ever been done before. Yeah. Uh, this has got to be a ton of work for you. Oh, it is. Um, the property actually has a mixture because some of the, the newer buildings uh, was done in uh, the, the carriage house, for instance, instance was uh, built in 2000. And then the spa was put in uh, in 2004, the pool house in 2003. So there are some newer buildings. Um, but, you know, interestingly, uh, some of the older build stuff is, 
so robust and solid it's been here already a couple you know a couple hundred years and it'll it'll last a lot longer yeah um they, they built them well so um yeah and we have the restaurant and the pub we have the barn where we do events and um yeah the pool house so it's a busy little business so there's yeah. lots of things going on and you throw a little weather like today a little yeah. uh you know rain and ice uh, uh we prefer snow this time of the year but there we go yeah well, we are in the Mistletoe Pub enjoying a beer, and this is a uh, it's a neat little hideaway bar off the, uh, the kind of the main lobby area. And, and uh, um, you're right, it's 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 pouring rain out. It's been pouring since late later part of last night. And one of the things that was that's always intrigued me, and 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 that I'm just so impressed and and uh, inspired by you is many people own businesses and own businesses like this that are not active. And you and I joked about the, the gentleman that drove off the road last year and amazingly missed every single tree and, like, wedged his car in between two with, with, with inches to spare. I mean, couldn't do it again if he wanted to. But countless times over the last eight years, I found seeing you in the trenches. You know, you were out this morning at 7 o'clock uh, in our driveway because we stay in, a, in the sugar house. Uh, which is one of the cottages, spreading dirt, uh, s- spreading salt, uh, sand, so that we wouldn't slip and fall on any icy patches. I mean, it was pouring out. I mean, you had to have been, you know, soaked to the to the bones, even with rain gear on. Um, but you're a very active owner. And in talking to you, you know, you had it, as many would say, kind of made in the shade. You were up in the, the, uh, the tower in the top floor, executive, could have rode right along, and instead... You know, a couple of years ago, you decided to buy an old inn and, and take it over and, and run with it. Where did that Where did that kind of come from? Well, um, so th- there's a little bit of Yankee in me already because um, uh, I, I grew up in Maine. And, yeah. uh, you know, so, you know, being a, a jack of all trades, a master of none is uh, some of the things. You know, we always did our own work uh, around, you know, we never hired people in uh, at the house where I grew up. But um, yeah, you know, um, I uh, had a corporate life. It was fun. It was exciting. Um, I, um, I I I think I have more fun uh, being out in the you know shoveling snow in the winter than than I do sitting in the office anywhere. Even here, you know, it's uh, to be active in the business and the operation is is, is the fun part of it all. Um, and you know, you get to meet the guests and. and spend more time with your uh, different um, staff members and that so um, it's rewarding um, my ambition to kind of get into innkeeping um, was um, I had found myself in the hotel industry uh, and I started at a senior level in, in a head office and I really um, decided I liked it it was you know it's nice people uh, nice properties I get to travel around the world um, all that was um, lots of fun I thought well I'm, I want to stay in the industry and 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 if I was going to stay in the industry I thought it would be best if I really learned it where you know where the rubber meets the road as they say you know with the money's made in the properties I work for international hotel chains you know Marriott Starwood and whatever and you know head office can be removed but at the property that's where everything happens so I went to property level um, which is kind of a you know not the way most people want to go. They want to go up, not down. Um, so I worked my way down in the business. And uh, 
but that's where I learned, you know, how it how it really happens and and what's meaningful. Um, and uh, at one point or another, I thought I was opening new hotels. I was uh, repositioning existing hotels, working on strategy, uh, helping it make it making these places better. And at one point, I thought, well, um, why don't I do it one more time for myself, you know, and and then set myself up in a business. So. I specifically looked for a business that was not doing well, that had all the, the charm and the attributes that we were looking for, and, and you know, attributes also to be successful, and hopefully a, a, a history of being successful at one point. Um, and um, I found 204 places for sale in New England, and um, I, re I researched uh, all of them, and shortlisted 22, and studied the financials, and shortlisted that to 10. Uh, and I came over to see the 10. And um, interestingly, the Christmas Farm Inn was not one of those 10. Um, but I had met a broker, and uh, he said, look, this property's going to come up for sale. Um, it's not on the market yet, but you might want to see it. I was living in Cape Town, South Africa at the time, so I was over here for a period of time. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and uh, he said, you know, before you go back, um, come down and have a look. So I did, and then I met the, uh, the owner the next day, and we started chatting, and eight months later, we were, you know, here operating the Christmas Farm Inn. So. Yeah. And I think we met just after you took over. Yeah, I think it's the uh, same year, right? Yeah, it was the same year, August of 2010, I think it was. Yeah. Um, we stayed at the Sugar House, and it wasn't a whole lot different back then, but it was different. It had a queen-size bed. And it was squeaky as all get out. It was probably as old as the oldest built building here. It seemed like it. And I can remember I came into the Mistletoe uh, Pub. You were working the bar. And you asked how my stay was going. And uh, not knowing who you were. Uh, and being the open guy that I am. Uh, you poured me a drink. And we started talking. And I told you about, you know, that uh, I thought it was great. It's a great location. Fell in love with Jackson. But the bed was uh, the most uncomfortable bed I had ever slept in. Which is something in hotels or resorts or anything you want to get a good night's sleep and you had said uh that we, we we know that we're going to address that and that's something we're planning to do in the in the upcoming year and uh, and i remember leaving and having a great interaction with you and i don't even know that i knew that you were the owner you were just sharing with me um what the plan for the year was and i remember going home and thinking huh i wonder if i'm just complaining because i spend upwards of 80 to 100 nights in hotels and typically they're the starwoods the marriott's the hilton's the yeah. you know newer hotels with fluffy beds and fancy robes and all that other stuff and i just wanted to see if i was kind of um, nitpicky or difficult and what i found was i went to the go-to trip advisor uh which i've become a, a pretty avid user of um and i looked at your trip advisor reviews and something that really caught my eye, because I was, I, was, I was on the fence. We, we came here, I don't know if it was a Groupon or there was something that there was some reason for us to check this out as kind of our go-to place uh, for our summer vacations. And I remember just saying I, I needed to look to see if I was the only complainer, if there were a lot of other positive reviews or, you know, what was it. So I went to TripAdvisor. I looked at every single review that was on there. And it was interesting. They weren't all positive. Uh, there were a number negative in the early, you know, earlier days of the, prior to you. But what I noticed was I could tell when you guys took over because you responded to your reviews. And it wasn't just the good reviews that people said, 
oh, I loved it and this was great. Um, you address the negative stuff. And there wasn't anything like off the charts negative, but you addressed it all. You also addressed it to the point where the people that complained, you were very specific in some cases to say, we spoke to you, we thought we addressed this, we're sorry, call us and be open to this. That's very, that's very rare. Uh, in today's day and age of technology, companies, as the companies that you worked with, you know, count on analytics and forecasting and business intelligence and artificial intelligence and, you know, client life capacity. What, what, what are we going to have? Like, what is the likelihood that we're going to have this person over the next 10 years, regardless of what we do? And you guys sold me on that. Like, I came back the second year. We stayed at the, the uh, log cabin and we stayed at the North Pole and we stayed at the, um, what's the other one next to this that we were talking about at the other Smoke night? Smokehouse. The smokehouse, which yeah. is which is absolutely fantastic, um, you you've had us over the last eight years, a couple times a year. You probably know you got us for life. I mean, you can't get rid of us now, right? And there's no analytics, there's no anything behind that other than dedicated customer service. I'm sure you learned a lot of that, uh, as many do in your previous life. But that commitment is not is very rare. I, what does that take for you guys to do it day in and day out? Well, I, I think first of all, you really have to care. Um, and, and then everything else just falls into place. And, you know, um, you do your best. Uh, and and uh, we have so many repeat customers that come like you do. Um, sometimes some of them, you know, six, seven, eight times a year. And they see, they see us out painting and fixing things and replacing things and, and, and whatnot. And, and, and they're, they're an active participant in that. You know, they see that and they like it and they're like, yeah, good Gary and Sandra and, you know, and the team. And Pretty soon you're going to be seeing us pick, pick up the paintbrushes and help you. Yeah. <laughs> well, that would be nice. That would be great. Now, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, you know, square footage to paint uh, and, and we are actively, you know, doing all these things. And, you know, um, we took over uh, a business that was failed. So um, you can't do everything at once, and we did not have the money to do everything at once. But you look at what is the most important things and what do you need to do now, and then just do that now. And then, then you have a plan for the other stuff, and when you finish one thing, you move on to another, and you keep on going. And every once in a while, something comes up that's unplanned, you deal with that too. Um, so it's one of those things where if you care, you just engage. And uh, you know we're devastated when, when people are not happy. And... You know, some people, um, you know, could be extremely unhappy about the littlest, most really insignificant thing, and that's what it is, and you, you deal with that. And and a lot of people are tolerant of things that they really shouldn't be tolerant of. And like, and I, I, you know, I, I, we prefer to under, you know what's happening. So if somebody has uh, an issue, we want to know what it is, and then we can at least uh, you know address it or make a plan to address it. Um, we have a team of people, and now it's something like 40, I guess it's 41 right now, so one per, one per room. Um, but, you know, they're engaged, and they report back to us, too. And, you know, if, if something's not working, you know, we understand that and, you know, we try to make it, make it better. Um, yeah, that's what we do. Uh, and, and let's talk about your team because, you know, longevity and and having people around for a long time and those people caring as much or close to as much as the proprietors of a business is really hard to come by but i gotta tell you kathy and jp and josh and all the, i mean they've been here 
since we started coming here, and they're not leaving. And yeah. you, you wouldn't know if they owned the property or if they. I mean, they just they have that much care into it. I mean, you don't have a lot of turnover, and that passion is not something that just. You know, people say, well, you either got it or you don't. But that, I think that's, I mean, they're sipping some Christmas farm in Kool-Aid. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I mean, it's. Well, it, I think, I think you know, um, there is an attraction, uh, certainly to guests, for guests to, to come here. Uh, and, you know, I say to everybody, we just have fantastic customers, you know, guests that stay with us. Because most people get what we're about we're not five star or we're not you know the ultra you know we're not a boutique hotel sort of thing but it's we're a country in and kind of down to earth and real and authentic and uh and the people that appreciate that they get us 100 percent. and then the other ones who are you know our repeat people um our employees are the same you know uh you know, it's not like we don't have employee turnover. Uh, people come and go for, for, for good reasons uh, and, and some for bad reasons, I guess. But um, but um, we have a lot of uh, people that stay and, um, and you know, we, we hire based on a value system and we try uh, and hopefully they, they get it as well. And when they do, they're engaged with the customer in the way they represent our business in a way. But... More importantly, I think the the business is them. You know, they are part of it. They are they make it happen every day, and they feel like they're uh, they're, they're owners, uh, and uh, you know they're um, they're engaged and, and and they're wonderful to work with. And when when it, all that happens like that, you know. Yeah, I mean, I have to say that this from for me, uh, and while we might be fairly unique, you know, eight years, twice a year we come. You know, and, and I'm going to book out for like the next five or six years because I got a feeling more people are going to want to come up here, and I want to make sure that while promoting, I'm not sacrificing any of what I've grown accustomed to. So uh, that that slow week in in uh, August, and then the last week in December for Mrs. Claus is me for the next five years. Um, but the 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 commitment that I've seen here by your team finds me for the last eight years. I, we've only had dinner somewhere else in eight years. One night. We spend five or six nights. I mean, we got here Tuesday. Yeah. And we've been in that restaurant every yeah. single night. We're there every single morning. And it's 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 just a given. And a big part of that is, I mean, your, your staff. Yeah. You know, we walk in, and, and whether it's Kathy or Jean-Paul or, or Josh or... Um, I think JP, he's 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 brought it down to JP now. Uh, sorry about that, JP. Um, but he he, you know, whether whoever it is that's known us for a couple of years, welcomes us with open arms. They talk to us. They they know our kids. They know if, if we know how much Danny's grown over the last six eight months. It's not about the steak and potatoes. It's about you know the people, and that's what this is all about. And and really. You're absolutely right. This, you know, for for me to tout and say, oh, this is the greatest, most luxurious, you know, whatever, you know, Ritz Carlton or whatever you want to call it. It's not. I think it's better, and I think it's better because of the people. I think it's better because of the history. I think it's better when you have the most magnificent views I've had in the last eight years. Was looking out the last two days and seeing Mount Washington because a lot of times it's like today and it's overcast or there's yeah, snow coming yeah, down right. but yeah, clear. some yeah. of the most magnificent views and that hidden secret of the river is you know our favorite spot in the world um 
but it's 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 really about the people, and uh, and you guys have done a phenomenal job with it, and continue through uh, even to this day, and uh, you know that's tonight's uh, event which you guys hold. Uh, what is that from November to December? Tell a little bit about that because I think this is just one of the most unique, coolest uh, things, and I can't do it justice in describing. Right. So uh, I think it's now. 28 years or, or so, um, um, they started a, a literacy foundation called Believe in Books, and um, th- that was to help you know you know you know promote good good uh, reading and literacy in, in the uh, Western Maine, Northern New Hampshire, Eastern Northeastern Vermont area, and and so money is being raised all the time throughout the year, and in the winter time we have a. Um, an event that the Christmas Farm Inn was a founding sponsor of um, back 28 years ago. And um, at the time, it was called the Polar Express. And it was a reenactment of the book, you know. Um, and um, most people have seen the movie, I'm sure. And, um, and that was the reenactment. Well, um, once all the rights were sold off by the author to, uh, you know, the movie companies, they were no longer able to call it... Um, you know, Polar Express, so they call it uh, now Journey to the North Pole. Mm-hmm. And it's a slightly different thing, but it's just a wonderful experience. And what happens is, um, you know, families come up for the weekend, and um, they come up to the Christmas farm, and um, they have a, uh, an event uh, on one night uh, in the barn, which the barn also dates back to 1786. It's post and beam, big fireplace. Um, Massive Christmas tree. Yeah, it's pretty. <laughs> we bring it in. It's normally, you know, uh, uh, four four people that bring the, in the Christmas tree, and it's a little secret route. And uh, most people don't understand how we get the Christmas tree in there. And I wonder if you can, but we have to have a look at that tonight yep. when you're in there. Uh, so, um, yeah. So they come in. They have this event. Um, you know, we have Mrs. Claus come in, and we it, we support the literacy pro, literacy uh, program and. Uh, we choose a different book every year, and Mrs. Claus reads the book uh, to all the children that go there and, and the families. And you know, there's you know, there's lots of fun and, and gifts and things like that too, and, and dinner. Um, but it's a special occasion here, and the kids love it. And then uh, the other night, they uh, go to North Conway, to the old train station there, which is a really nice old uh, train station. And they get on the uh, a train and uh, and they go to um, a, a theater in the woods and it's called the theater in the woods, um, which is like a big igloo, mm-hmm. and that's the North Pole. It sits up on a hill, so they get off the train and they walk up this big long path and there's all these hundreds of elves uh, hanging around there greeting everybody and you know creating the buzz, and then you walk up the path and you eventually go in and then there's a a, a Christmas story. Um, telling and uh, some singing and all that. So it's, it's, it, you know, you, you expect it to be a family event for sure because mm-hmm. it's, it's a great experience for, you know, families and little kids and things like that. But we have a lot of adults that go there um, yeah. and do the whole thing without you know, bringing any kids. They just want to do, <laughs> they just want to do it, you know. And, and so that's kind of a fun part too. But, um, yeah, so we, we do uh, every weekend from Thanksgiving to Christmas. Most years it's five weekends, some it's four. And yeah, and then um, 
it's uh, it's a great program and it helps you know fund the uh, it's the biggest fundraiser for the for, for that literacy uh, program bleeding books yeah which is phenomenal I mean you're doing something good and you're providing a, a great experience I will tell you that this is our I think fifth or sixth year you've got a wait list I mean we're fortunate that you know we got on the list uh, our first year in, and it took like two years for us to get an invite from the previous, you know, to, to yeah. get to get to the openings because you give a first right refusal once you get in. <clears throat> I think for yeah. folks to get on that list because it's so sought after. And I know that our first year we came up, we we always do the dinner on Friday and the train ride on Saturday, and right. it never gets old. I mean, it hasn't changed a lot, yeah. uh, but it never gets old. Yeah. And I can tell you that if our kids ever do move out. Um, we'll probably still come up here, <laughs> yeah, see. Uh, but they probably won't. And they'll want to come up here as adults because yeah. it really is. It is. Uh, if you ever want to see a real life Hallmark movie, uh, we were just talking about this earlier. Uh, it, it's Jackson, New Hampshire. I mean, from the sleighs with the, with the Christmas or the uh, chocolate tours, right. uh, the sleigh rides through downtown and, and the uh, Nestle Nook farm. We did the one horse open sleigh ride last night in the snow. I mean, when it's white and snowy out, this is a Hallmark, yeah, a Hallmark yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we started, we came up Friday. We would drive up Friday, rush to get dinner, go to the train ride Saturday, and leave Sunday morning. And now uh, we've made it so that we show up here midday Tuesday. Yeah. And don't do anything. with. We don't have the dinner until Friday. We fill it in with all this other stuff. And then we do the train ride Saturday. And we go to Santa's Village on Sunday and, and make our way home because it's really just an incredible uh, Christmas experience, holiday experience, a uh, a New England tradition experience. I mean, this is taking it back uh, a step in time, and you guys just do a phenomenal job, um, all while helping worthy causes, which is great. So, Thank you. so, so, Thank you. so good for you on uh, on doing that. Um, you know, uh, besides being a phenomenal singer, by the way, I don't want to give it away to anybody. But if anybody's up here midweek and you happen to be uh, in the improv downtown, one of the, the uh, singing spots. Uh, any hobbies, anything that you that you like to do in your spare time? I mean, this place is probably keeping you busy 100 hours a week, but um, singing's definitely got to be your passion. Well, we're actually here. It is. I mean, uh, it's one of the things. Uh, you know, I am a songwriter, uh, and, um, and, and I sing. Um, I play the guitar a little bit. But um, the reason that we're here in the first place, we were living in Cape town south africa and and uh, which was a pretty nice place to live um it's wonderful and the the odd thing is of course you know the different hemisphere um you know christmas is sunny and 85 degrees and everyone's wearing shorts and it, it doesn't have that same sort of uh christmas uh feeling you know as as the northern hemisphere and the, and the snow and the christmas markets and things like that my wife is from europe uh so uh you know, uh, and and she really did not like Christmas down there, and wanted you know didn't you know wanted to have a winter experience, and um, we had decided we wanted to have, have an end, so we were looking in in, in New England in, in particular. So um, when I found the Christmas farm in, um, and I you know I, I called and I said you know you know Google Christmas farm in. Mm-hmm. Uh, when she was in South Africa, I was here. I said, this is where I stayed last night. Google this name. And, I, and she goes, well, you've got to be kidding. No way. You know? And so we ended up uh, moving here. So we love the winters. We love all the seasons. I, you know, I grew up uh, in Maine, so four seasons is just, you know, it's uh, always exciting to wait for the new mm-hmm. season to come. But um, what do I do? Uh, what do we do? 
we ski, um, we downhill ski, we cross country ski, classic and skate skiing. Uh, we uh, we do a little bit of hiking. We I used to do a lot of hiking and not not as much, but mountain biking uh, in the area in in, uh, in spring, summer, and fall. Um, you know, when you have a moment around here, if you can just go for a drive, it's it's inspirational. You know, you see the the views in the mountains, and we we go to waterfalls. You know, um, just if you haven't been to one, just pick one out and and and, and go explore. It's um, it's um, certainly a health element to it, but it's a spiritual element too. You know, it just makes you feel good when you see all that. And uh, you know, fall foliage is a wonderful time here. So we we kind of like uh, do everything. North Conway has uh, uh, two theaters: um, the Eastern Slope uh, uh, Theater and uh, M and D Productions. And so my children have been in a number of plays, mm-hmm. you know, that are not school or school plays, but kind of professional plays, and um, you know, they're involved in the different teams, um, soccer and skiing and whatnot. So, you know, we're busy with lots of different things, mm-hmm. um, and um, but we enjoy every aspect of the four seasons. Cool. Now you were you said you hiked. Um, and I think I, we, I shared with you the other night that I attempted to climb a 14er in Colorado. And one of the things I'm, I'm working to think about doing is hiking Mount Washington. Have you done that? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's great, um, and it's it's nowhere near as tough as a 14,000 footer. But uh, you know, you know, one of the things that people uh, you know don't appreciate is that the weather up here in Mount Washington. Um, ha, ha, can change really quickly, so you just have to be prepared. And you know, most of the year that you don't, you don't have to worry about it so much. But in the winter, you just have to be prepared. Yeah. And uh, and I'll hike Mount Washington with you. All right. Well, yeah. maybe that maybe we'll figure that out. Make we'll work plan. it on August. Yeah, we'll make a yeah. plan. We'll make it work. Uh, I'd love that. I'd, I'm looking for uh, uh, some some company there because God knows I'm I'm probably not the best to go up in the mountains by myself. I had a guide, my my buddy Aaron. Uh, help me out in October. We're gonna we're gonna do that hike again in uh, in April. I think is the the timeline for that, and I think I'll be ready in prime condition and maybe yeah. hike hike Mount Washington. Well, this has been absolutely great. I appreciate you giving the time. Is there anything uh, that I missed? How can people get a hold of you? Where can they find more information about Christmas Farm Inn, or where where to where where can they look for you? Yeah. Um, well, we're open 365 days a year, so uh, we're always open. Um, and ChristmasFarmIn.com, that's okay. the best way. More, there's more information on the website, um, and you can join the mailing list if you want to have, you know, uh, you know we, we do periodic offers and things like that as well. But, uh, yeah, just... Uh, Facebook? You got anywhere oh, else on social? Yeah, everywhere. Okay. Oh, everywhere on social, <laughs> good. Everywhere, good, so. everywhere on social. You guys just got voted one of the... What was your most recent award? Something was it weddings or there was yeah we you know we've won like uh, with a knot you know uh, in, in, we're in the, the top tier nationwide of uh, uh, wedding venues um, you know we've we've won best family uh, resort in New England and a whole bunch of different accolades you know we're number one on TripAdvisor for food uh, in the in the white in, in this area in Jackson but in the top uh, fifteen in. Um, um, all of the White Mountains, which is like 400 some odd uh, restaurants, you know. So uh, there's, um, you know, it, um, yeah, 
but we you know we try to keep it simple and uh we don't we don't see yeah. all the accolades well congratulations yeah. i saw an award somewhere and yeah. I, I figured yeah. you probably got a whole bunch of them so uh congratulations so uh christmasfarmin.com social media give you guys a call ask questions the rooms are all very different that's something that i always tell people when uh, they talk to me about you know booking up here is make sure that you ask the room and get some information because some are small some are big some are the cottages and cabins and some are some have balconies like the newer buildings so just make sure that you know what it is that you're uh, reserving and what you're getting because it isn't a square box and on a, on a piece of land that all of the rooms are the same right there's you know uh, they are all different and uh, you know some rooms will, will have uh, take two people and and then you know, some will take six or eight, and you know we have like these, uh, you know, a lot of g- the girl weekends. You know, they yeah. come up, they go shopping, and they do adventure stuff uh, together. And so, you know, it's good for little uh, small groups like that as well. Um, yeah. So, Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Appreciate it, Gary. And uh, I, I appreciate you, and I appreciate Sandra and, and your whole team because, you know, a lot of times it's overlooked as to what it is that you're providing other than you know a roof over people's heads and food on plates and things like that but what you're providing for families like ours is uh time away uh, time spent yeah. uh enjoyment relaxation all the things that keep people like me going throughout the year to look forward to these times like this and it makes a huge difference it makes a huge difference in um how we appreciate each other, how we appreciate what we're doing, uh, just life in general. So keep up the great work and keep doing what you guys are doing. Uh, I look forward to, to countless more years coming back up here and, and, uh, and spending with you guys. And it's been great becoming uh, friends with you over the years from uh, complaining about a squeaky bed <laughs> to going down to, uh, to Hoot Night yeah. on Tuesday. So really appreciate uh, you making time for me today. And uh, that'll do it from up here in beautiful Jackson, New Hampshire. Uh, really appreciate everyone's uh, commitment to the Be Awesome podcast, to the mission, to buying T-shirts. We're selling T-shirts. I'm, I'm finalizing where the money's going to go for 2019, but we have a couple of really exciting uh, ideas on on helping homeless and foster kids. Uh, we actually raised over seventeen hundred dollars. Alaska Asbo, which is an organization I delivered a keynote in Anchorage after my meeting with Santa Claus uh, two weeks ago in the North Pole. That group was phenomenal. Bought a bunch of T-shirts, rounded up, and uh, we got another two hundred dollars going up to the uh, Fairbanks Youth Advocates Group uh, to help their to help their mission and their cause. And in the meantime. Any money raised in T-shirt sales, three dollars of every shirt's being earmarked, set aside, and uh, going to go towards our next uh, our next commitment of helping kids because that's what it's all about: making a difference, making people smile, and giving uh, opportunity to the, that those that have the talent and want to uh, get a chance to use it. So. Um, Happy New Year, Happy Holidays, Merry Christmas. As always, you can find me anywhere on social media, beawesome.com, B-E-A-U-S-M.com. Josh at beawesome.com is my email address. Feel free to drop me a line, tell me how I'm doing. And I did put an offer out yesterday on social for uh, the next six people once we get to 30 reviews. That's what I want to get is 30 reviews on iTunes. Do a rating and review. If I can't tell who you are, drop me an email with your address information. 
We've got coffee mugs, 20 ounce, be awesome, massive coffee mugs. Uh, I've got three left, so if you get this and you uh, you do a review and you send me your email and address, I will send you a coffee mug. And if by chance it's filled, I'll find something else to give to you because you giving me your time to do a rating and review is worth something and it should be worth something awesome. So uh, in the meantime, in order to do awesome, you got to be awesome. Happy holidays, everyone.